We'll get you your knife. And we'll open up a door to your innards, we will. It's the Watchers on the Couch, and we're talking His Dark Materials coming up. Welcome back to Watchers on the Couch, His Dark Materials Edition. Feel free to tickle our demons. I'm Tim. And I'm Mike. And if you like innuendo, hold on to your dirigibles, because this week is a two-in-one as we are covering both Episode 2, The Cave, and Episode 3, Theft of Season 2. Before we start, remember, you can email the show by submitting your questions, comments, thoughts, whatever, to mailbag at WatchersOnTheCouch.com. You can also leave us a voicemail by visiting WatchersOnTheCouch.com and clicking the blue Send Voicemail button at the bottom of the screen. Ah, Mike. There's also, for for two episodes to talk about, I don't know if we have that much to talk about. <laughs> yeah, well, especially because, uh, man, with the holidays, or with the, you know, the Thanksgiving and that holiday, and even, it's only been, you know, what, uh, well, actually, it's been a week and a half since uh, the second episode. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Unless you're in the UK, in which case, it's been quite some time since the second episode. Sons of bitches. Yeah, that's messed up. So super easy to probably get spoilers. I haven't really looked online mm-hmm. uh, or subscribed to any Reddit uh, stuff, so I don't have any spoilers, so that's good. But, yeah, I'm like, I want the next one. Where's the next episode? Like, I need some more information from this show because all I know is dust is just this magic stuff. and uh, Magic dust. Yeah, episode two kind of, like, upset me a little bit. Okay. Yeah. And for the listener out there, neither Mike and I are familiar with the books whatsoever. I have not even seen the Golden Compass, the movie that came out. What was that? Like 13 years ago at this point? It's been a while. Yeah. Long time. Yeah. So the, uh, the HBO series, HBO slash BBC series is my, uh, my introduction. My, uh, my Philip, what's his name? <laughs> Philip Pullman. Is that, is that his name or am I thinking of somebody else? Uh, you, I don't know. <laughs> Whoever the author is. <laughs> yeah, I forgot. I shouldn't know that. He's not my demon. I would have known if I wasn't so flustered with my, uh, my whole setup that I have going on here. <laughs> I had a question, uh, tonight while, uh, I did a little skim through and I just thought, hmm, can you have sex with your demon? Like, can you pet your demon and you're like, right? Oh, so you could potentially like, you know, I know that's gross. Of course, I got to add that in there, right? It's an extension of yourself. So it's masturbation. So funnily yeah. enough, somebody <laughs> did, uh, somebody who listened to the last episode said, oh, that's a good question. Why can't you touch somebody's demon? And uh, it turns out it is just rude. Oh, really? Yeah. It's basically you can only... You're supposed to be, it's like, it's like a, it's like an intimacy thing. Like it has to be somebody you're really close to who can touch your mm. demon. So oh. I was right. It's like a finger <laughs> up the butt. It's kind of what it sounds like. Your demon is just your private parts. Yeah. Sarah, Sarah actually looked that up. That's she awesome. Was Thanks, Sarah. <laughs> so I guess, how do we break this up? Do we just break it up by world? I don't know. Do you want to go through episode two a little bit? Yeah, I want to start. Episode. I don't think we need to go through a lot of it because, you know, we're we're, we're behind episode three. Um, uh, my overall thing that I was saying, like, kind of upset me is just that uh, 
So like dust is it in basically our world. They go basically to our world mm-hmm. is what we're assuming, right? Yeah. Well, if we're assuming that Will's world is our world. So far, it's the closest thing we've seen to our world. But depending on how many layers there are, then yeah. Will's world might not actually be our world. But yeah, Lyra and Will prepare to go to Will's world from uh, Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. Uh, Lyra tries on some capes and hats and stuff. And Will says, oh, no, that ain't going to work. <laughs> they walk on through the portal. Lyra immediately gets hit by a fucking car. Um, and Boreal just happens to be sitting there in his Tessa, like waiting. Like, I don't remember in season one, was he just, did he see Will go through or is this just where he fucking hangs out? Dude, I don't know. Like he's just always in the right spot all the time. He's so he's the Baelish of (laughs) his dark materials. He's just there. He's got his own highway. Man, he is for sure. The Baelish. That's hilarious. Oh boy, but, uh, yeah. Yeah, we'll, yeah, you didn't mention the biggest part. She got hit by a fucking car. That was a hit and run. Yeah. That that car was just like, ah, fuck that kid. <laughs> in London. Yeah. I didn't know people in London were so rude. Yeah, rude. Getting the episodes early, doing hit and runs. Yeah, man. Uh so Will patches up Lyra, immediately bails after Lyra, admits that she knows he's a good murderer. Um, so Will says, oh, I'm going to fuck off. I'm going to check on me mom. Yeah. And leave Lyra in this world by herself. That she has no familiarity with at all. Like, why wouldn't he just be like, Hey, uh, come along with me. Like he knows how Lyra is. She's an idiot. <laughs> she's pretty dumb. She is. She doesn't, she's, she's reckless and careless. Yes. Pretty much. Will's know? pretty dumb too. So, yeah. And we'll get into how dumb he is in episode three <laughs> when we after after the break. Um so yeah, we focus on Lyra for a little bit. She uses her uh compass, the uh alethiometer, to figure out where to go to find a scholar, bumps into Boreal again, um, in the museum or the uh university. Is it a museum? Oh, well it's Oxford. Man. That, I think that yeah, I think so, that's probably just a museum within the university, right? Is that what you're? Well, I'm just like because universities here don't have museums, is but we're also not Oxford, so right. That is my own uh, cultural ignorance showing right there. If you didn't get that from my horrible British accents, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, she bumps into Boreal. They're talking about skulls. There's some holes in these skulls. Trepanning is uh, that method. By the way, Boreal, fucking. American Psycho has business cards in his pocket. Guy yeah. from guy from another world just happens to have business cards and a Tesla. What the fuck is he doing in this world? What is he up to? I don't know. It is strange. Did it? Did you see? I didn't. I didn't take a look to see what was on his business card. If it said what his profession was or anything. Oh, I need to go back and look. I didn't think to. I didn't think to freeze frame. But I don't know if it had a snake on it or anything. Right. <laughs> He's just a snake keeper. I'm a snake man. I'm a snack. <laughs> don't try Don't try on my don't try on my demon. Yeah. <laughs> but at any rate, after uh getting some advice from the alethiometer and Pan, Lyra meets Dr. Mary Malone. The two talk dust and dark matter. Lyra gives Mary a reading with the compass. Um 
telling Mary uh, something that only she would know, that she uh, used to be a nun. And then she immediately beat the shit out of Lyra with a ruler. (laughs) Uh, See, this is kind of the part that I didn't like about the show. Just that, like, I don't know. They were kind of saying, like, dark matter is consciousness. Now, that might not end up being what it actually is. Mm -hmm. It almost seems like that's where it's going. For me, that just seems absolutely ridiculous. I, I don't know. It's just dark matters consciousness. Well, like it's, it's science fiction fantasy. It's got to be something. I know. I guess, I guess I just wish they didn't add like dark matter into it or whatever. I know it is this kind of mysterious thing that we're not super familiar with yet, mm-hmm. but it's not like it's everywhere. It kind of, it kind of is everywhere. Kind of is everywhere, Most but not of the everywhere. Most of the universe is dark matter. Well, if you're saying most of the universe, most of the universe is empty space even without dark matter. Like, even with dark matter. Like, there's spaces without it. There's more dark matter than matter. Yes. But there's still more nothingness than dark matter. It doesn't matter so what like, your matter is. <laughs> I don't know. And just, well, okay. It's consciousness. So there's more. The consciousness is this Ah, this thing in the universe. <laughs> it's just like, oh, you're so special. You're creating this like, uh, I don't know. It's just whatever. I'd rather they just be like, I don't know. It's just magic. <laughs> Midichlorians. Yes. I would rather it be that. I know a lot of Star Wars folks probably don't like, you know. Well, I don't think what? Star Wars folks would care what the what the particles are in his dark materials. <laughs> right. I don't know. <sighs> <clears throat> but apparently declaring that she's a nun is uh, enough for Lyra to be trustworthy, get shown the cave computer. She gets uh, plugged in and she's almost immediately communicating with the dark matter, uh, looking like she's uh, operating her own alethiometer, even though it's not in her hands as she's uh, yep. talking to the computer. Hello, computer. <laughs> and uh, yeah, basically says Mary's got some important stuff to do. I guess. I don't know what stuff. Is that the doctor's name, Mary? Yeah, Dr. Mary Malone. Dr. Mary. Oh, Mary. Mm. So, yeah, Oh, we've totally glossed over the fact that apparently Mary's just sticking electrodes on everything to uh, <laughs> figure out what has dark matter in it and chess pieces or the I Ching box, basically things that are made by people have a lot more uh, dark matter in them. Yeah. And that kind of seems silly to me too. So like, all right. I mean, whatever, you know, I just won't think about it too much. You shouldn't think (laughs) about anything too much. It's not good for you. Yeah, I agree. But shortly after that, Lyra, uh, you know, tells Mary that she'll be able to access the stuff. Uh, eventually and get it to speak in a language that she's familiar with. But, uh, oh, I got to fuck off. I got to go meet Will. Well, that's pretty much where we leave Lyra in episode two. <clears throat> so now let's get into Will. Will sees his mom through the window like a creeper. Say, like, hey, what's going on with my mom? What you doing with my mom? <laughs> 
but then uh, apparently he decides he needs money, goes to the family lawyer, uh, and he finds out he has grandparents. And he's shocked that he has grandparents. Because apparently parents just spring out of the ground and they don't have parents of their own. Well, I mean, you know, his mom could have told him that they uh, weren't alive or they passed away. Or just didn't say anything and he just assumed that they don't exist. Yeah, it's kind of a dumb dumb. So, all right. Or uh, like, because he knew who his dad was, like him and the kid, like. He didn't like, I, oh man, I don't remember. Did he leave when he was there? Like, Will knew his dad briefly, didn't he? I believe so. When, like, the grandparents just never came around? There was there was no Christmases? Hmm. <laughs> Two Christmases? When they left? <sighs> uh, yeah, no, I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, he goes to meet his grandparents, finds out they really suck. Gramps rats him out uh, to the authorities pretty much immediately. Or I guess it's not the authorities. It's the the pale man. Is that what they're calling him? I don't remember. Actually, was that the pale man? Or was that just the cops? I don't remember now either. Who's the pale man? I don't the, remember this at all. The pale man is... Well, I only know he's the pale man from subtitles. Oh. Uh, he's the one that's trying to capture Lyra at the beginning of episode three. Uh, the one that shows up at Mary's office. Oh, Mr. Mustache? Yeah, he was in the he was in season one. He's one of the people that's basically after Will to get the letters. Oh, shit! I might have to go back and rewatch some of that. That's it. That's the only thing that. I remember. But I think yeah. Now that I okay. think about it, I think the guy that Gramps rats him out to didn't have a mustache. All right. Oh, okay. Well, damn. I was thinking like, okay, that kind of makes sense. Then I guess uh, where this Mister Mustache guy came from? Because yeah, Mr- I was just like, I thought he was maybe. Uh, teaming up with Boreal. Well, he did. He's teamed up with Boreal in oh, season he one. He's okay. like in the, I think he's in the house when Will throws that guy over the the rail. Or the oh, guy man. falls over the rail. I'm ashamed of myself. I'm definitely going to have to do a little bit of rewatching. Yeah, well, you know. Can't do a podcast and just be like, I don't know what's happening in the show. <laughs> I rarely ever rewatch anything. So don't feel too bad. <laughs> we're, the, we're the best worst podcast on television shows. <laughs> Uh, uh, and it, that's pretty much all that happens with Will, I think. Will and Lyra meet back up at the gardens. Well, hold on. Why? Why did the grandparents even? Why did Grandpa call the cops? Like, do we know the reason why? I guess because the authorities contacted them because Will killed a man and it's gone or something. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Unless yeah, I guess it was, we still don't know. Will and what he's done, like who he killed or what happened. Well, no, or maybe his grandparents are like, he ain't getting that money. That money's all well, his, his grandparents or his grandmother mentioned the letters and that they, the authorities wanted the letters. So I think it was the pale man that the quote unquote pale man that they, uh, they snitched off to. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't doubt it. So yeah, have to be. Okay, cool. At any rate, Will and Lyra meet back up at the Botanic Gardens. Uh, so Will's had a pretty shit day. He's upset. And uh, Lyra does a reading, tells him his dad's still alive. She's supposed to help find him. And uh, Will has some more business in a Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. <laughs> Chitty Gaze! Chitty Gaze. 
And that's pretty much it. Uh, an episode two that happens in Will's world. Uh, it's party time. Ooh. It's excellent. <laughs> so if we jump back to Lyra's world, it's not a lot going on there uh, in this episode two. Well, I guess there is. Uh, Fat Cardinal is dead. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mrs. Coulter's pulling the strings to get that one guy uh, elected to be the new Cardinal. Uh, Epic McPhail. Yeah. Uh, and Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Uh, that cardinal that died, they had like there was a bug on his chest or a moth or something. I thought that was a ritual, but I that's probably that guy's demon, right? Do you remember that? Well, he was dead, the and there was like a bug on his chest. Wouldn't the demon have disintegrated? Oh shit! It would have. <laughs> then what the hell is this fucking bug thing? Or maybe he wasn't absolutely dead. No, <laughs> he, he probably wasn't mostly dead. Yes, I think so. Because doesn't that one guy that Miss Coulter convinces, she convinces him to actually kill him. Like, oh, you're talking about, okay. I thought you meant yeah. in this last, in episode two. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Continue. I apologize. Uh, well, at any rate, uh, Epic McPhail gets elected to Cardinal after proposing they, you know, carpet bomb the fuck out of some witches. So he's a real cool guy. Yeah, so I guess uh, they uh, does that like do they not have any powers? Like, is this place that they bombed like uh, has that? Uh, man, what's that? Uh, that tree stuff that's in the witches that pine uh, something or oh, what the is stuff it? that they embed in their skin so they can fly? Yeah. And shit? I don't see the point of bombing that stuff when they can just fly and immediately pop up and stab you. So, but can they fly without that stuff? Like, is this the last of the witches? If like, oh, I see. That, you know what I mean? Like, is That's that where their question. their magic comes from? Well, we don't know because we don't uh, spend a lot of time with the aftermath of what happens there. It's just a bunch of witches looking at trees on fire. Yeah, and you know, right. whatever. Um, what's fun about the uh, this magisterium stuff is it reminds me a lot of. Uh, Old, I know it's supposed to be kind of an allegory for the Catholic Church, um, but they even do that thing where, uh, what do you call it? Like the wealthy back in like the, the Middle Ages, if they were like shitty people, they could give the church money and they'd get what's called indulgences to forgive their sins. Like, I'm going to sin. Here's some money. And it's just, okay, well. That's what you need to do. You need to give us, need to give us the gold, so uh, so you can do your sin. Uh, I guess uh, in this case, Father McPhail actually pays for his sin prematurely by setting his setting his hand over some flame. Oh yeah. It's like, oh well, I can I can do horrible shit if I just hurt myself a little bit. <laughs> like, fucking weird place, man. It is a very weird place. It's kind of like uh, also reminds me a little bit like Star Wars or something, you know. Uh, there was a setting like, or I think that was an episode two, wasn't it? Where like they were in this epic, like, I don't know, arena in a, in a way. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It just kind of reminded me of like Star Wars and also, you know, also like mixed with like the Catholic church and, you know, we got dark matter and dust and midi chlorians. <laughs> <laughs> just need a lightsaber. Now it's just war, war worlds. Yeah, world wars. 
Uh, let's see what else. Uh, oh, Coulter finds out from Asriel's buddy that's locked up that he was going to use Lyra to open the portal had Roger not been there. Um, so, you know, real cool dad, good father. Mm-hmm. Um, but realizes that Lyra's actually left their world. So she goes off to find her overall. That's pretty much it there. It's pretty boring, which is, again, really boring. Aside from getting bombed, not much happened there. I think there was a little prophecy talk regarding Lyra, but it's stuff that we already knew. Yep, just stuff that keeps getting repeated. Like, this <laughs> this thing kind of annoys me, this whole prophecy thing. You don't get any information. All they tell you is she's so special and a prophecy, and she is uh, the savior of all the worlds, not just ours. And I'm like, okay. Speaking of all the worlds, is Asriel's portal still actually open, or did it close behind Lyra? I mean, people, I think it's still open. Okay, because people mention Asriel ripped the hole in the sky, and the other worlds mm-hmm. can be seen. But I didn't know if, like, if you go outside right now, can you see it? Like, is, if can you trek up the mountain and walk through it? Or mm, that I, I, I guess you could. Maybe think, the Magisterium's guarding it so no one can. Or, well, I think that would be a cool thing to see right? is if we actually see like the it's all like partitioned off and they have like this huge fortification around it. But so maybe mm-hmm. that's, maybe that's in the works, but yeah, whatever. It uh, is surprising that they haven't like talked about that or shown, shown it at part all. Of that. So I don't understand that. And then the other question that I had after uh, the cave was the witch's envoy, uh, Dr. Lensulius, whatever. I think that was his name. I might've spelled it wrong or wrote my pronunciation wrong for it. Um, when he's on his his meeting, which apparently suddenly becomes a trial, um, he's talking about how witches have a ritual to separate themselves from their demons. We already know Coulter can kind of do this, Ooh. but she seems pretty anti-witch and pro-teachings of the magisterium, even if she's not a fan of the institution itself so do we think she maybe had witch training or was it something else i don't i don't think they really went into it i think it's lyra's like how can you be far away from your demon and that was pretty much all they said yeah i I had the same question because i was like is she a witch is she a former witch or like maybe she was at one time like you said had some training maybe she was like a witch's apprentice pre-witch and then they were like, uh-uh, you evil. <laughs> you evil lady. You look like a Simpsons character. <laughs> Go away. You're Simpsons weird looking. Look like You look like your monkey. You guys look the same. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. So I think uh, that's pretty much all we can say about the cave right now. Yeah, I think so. So I guess we'll uh, take a... Quick break to hear from our sponsors, and our sponsors are us. So uh, if you're listening to the audio podcast of Watches on the Couch, uh, we also have these episodes on YouTube. It's on my Beard versus Evil YouTube channel. The link is in the description, so you can see Mike and I's pretty faces. Oh, <laughs> Mike's having a nice little smile. He's batting his eyes. And, uh, you know, sometimes you just want to see the goofy people that are bitching about your favorite show. So yeah, uh, check out my, check out my YouTube channel. Um, I also do, I'm basically throwing all my content up there. I have some magic, the gathering stuff. I'll probably have some dungeon dragon stuff coming. It's kind of a, uh, a hodgepodge of stuff. <laughs> um, 
and we'll see what sticks and what uh, deserves its own channel. But in the meantime, you can check out mine. All right. So, Mike, let's get into this week's episode, Theft. Theft of time is what this episode is. <laughs> this, is the one, this is the one that angered me. You're not, <laughs> what angered you about it? It didn't anger me when I watched it. It angered me after. After the more, the more I thought about it, I got irritated with it. Uh, my notes actually for this one aren't as detailed, but uh, my my main issue with this was the Lee stuff. Uh, uh, what about go on? So this is the first time. Well, it's not the first time we've seen Lee this season, but it's the first time Lee gets any significant screen time. Lee is on the hunt for uh, Stanislaus uh, Baratheon, uh, <laughs> Grumman, Grumman, Stanislaus Grumman. Um, to find some artifact that's going to help Lyra, blah, 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 blah. He ends up in this podunk town uh, with some, with a really shifty bartender. And he gets uh, led in the direction uh, to find Stanislaus after there was some confusion about whether or not he's alive or not. But they basically set up a big trap for him because he's in a very pro-magisterium town. And as he's questioning a guy who I thought uh, before we saw his face, I could have swore it was going to be Michael, Michael, oh man, Malcolm McDowell. But uh, then we actually see his full face and it's not. And I was just a little disappointed. I think he should be in the show. At any rate, um, all of a sudden, this uh, this scientist guy starts talking about how Stanislaus is a heretic. And uh, Lee's like, oh, I didn't know that. Well, I'm going to fuck off because you seem like a psycho. And this guy just starts shooting through a curtain trying to kill somebody. Uh-huh. So that's pretty stupid. That's, uh-huh. not a good, that's not a good way to kill somebody. Lee also shoots through the curtain, actually does manage to hit the guy and kill him. <laughs> so <laughs> that's pretty stupid. Yeah. Um, And then he... uh. Goes in, makes sure the guy's dead, walks back outside. Suddenly there's all these people. Where did they come from? How did you not hear? Did they, like, he had to, like, climb some stuff. These guys had, like, heavy artillery or they didn't really have heavy artillery, but there was a lot of them. It's like, how, where did these people come from? Yeah, I I thought that was strange, too. So I didn't think that, like, people at the bar were setting a trap or anything. Oh, I think the, I think the bartender definitely was. Oh, okay. She looks shifty as hell. Oh, you just think that because she has a spider on her. I don't like spiders. Spiders are bad and evil. Spiders are bad and evil. Which I, I think so, you know. <laughs> uh, I I was just thinking they heard the gunshots, and there's enough of those guards around that they could just run up the stairs real quick and rubble, rubble, rubble. be there. Okay. Right. In that sense. I could be wrong, though. They could have set... Yeah, could have set a trap. I just feel like this whole uh, the whole Lee aspect of this episode was just mm, really well. Oh, isn't that convenient? Is the uh, is the kind of thing like Coulter just happens to get stuck in the same town that Lee's being held in? There, there's a lot of stuff like that. So I felt the same way, kind of about this episode, and I was thinking there's a uh, there do there's Things they can't do that they're trying to do, but can only be done in a book. 
in in a sense. Okay. Like I don't know, or there's so much being left out that's probably in the books. Maybe it's not. I I don't know. We don't know. I'm assuming there's more information in the books that we're not getting that would make more sense for a lot of these things. And not just seem like all these convenient things happening all the time. Or or I guess they could just say do one of those things, oh, it's just destiny. People are supposed to meet in certain places and, like, that's how things are supposed to go. You believe in fate. Right, you know, so something like that. All right. But, uh, yeah, I, I mean, don't know. It's not another question, I guess, that they both end up in the same spot. But so especially because who who is that guy at the beginning with the fucking ring to rule all the worlds? And basically made the wind blow to make Lee get to that town. Oh, right. <laughs> That's not even in my notes. I forgot all about that. Yeah. So, like, maybe he kind of coordinated that. Is that that, uh, that Stannis guy? I'm assuming There's... it is. But why? Okay. <laughs> if that is him, fucking guy's weird. Like, <laughs> he could. Fuck that guy. He could have just blown, like, the wind wherever exactly to where he is right now yeah not just like yeah return Uh, nope i want you to go to this town first and i don't know (laughs) meet coulter and i need you to find this guy that hates me (laughs) return your vhs tapes lee they are past due (laughs) so uh, yeah that was a weird scene. Yeah, I forgot and about it was, wind it was frustrating that that guy shot through the fucking curtain. He could, Lee didn't know that he was going to shoot at him. So that guy could have just snuck up behind him and shot him in the fucking head. Yeah. Uh, plot armor, yep. <laughs> I guess. I don't know. <sighs> yep. Uh, Coulter questions Lee a little bit, beats, smacks him around a little bit. We find out as a result of that, that both of them had abusive parents. My daddy hurt me. (laughs) Uh, Which seems weird. Uh, Like that's a weird thing to bond over that uh, is going to make somebody decide to just let you go. (laughs) Martha. (laughs) Why did you say that? (laughs) But okay. <laughs> it's also like Lee's a little too goofy to have like a I got I got beat up as a kid kind of subplot to him, but mm-hmm. it it just seems like his character like does a weird shift briefly while he's in there, like he's cracking jokes and all of a sudden, oh I got smacked around. I'm gonna tell you all about how I got shit kicked out of me. Like, why? Yeah. I think a lot of the conversations in the show, a lot of the times, are they're just seem a little odd. They seem forced. Forced, yeah, yeah. They're not natural. A lot of a lot of the conversations. So this one definitely did for sure. <laughs> I don't know, because like, how much does Lee know about Miss Coulter? Did did Lyra ever talk about? Her? I don't think so. I think she was, I think she was already off the balloon by the time Lyra found out that she, that Coulter was her mother. 
That's what I was thinking. So how do they even know each other? Or I guess I understand how Miss Coulter knows Lee just because she could find out whatever information right. from Magisterium or something, but him we knowing her. We an not we did. Oh, well, there's only one of them. Or did he just guess that she had like, you know what? I'm going to throw this one out there. Maybe it'll work. Maybe it won't. <laughs> My dad, he was bad. <laughs> <laughs> It's not a bad go-to if you think about it, you know. Yeah. Know. You got you got bad abusive parents. Maybe you grow up and, you know, you're kind of an asshole too. Yeah. Like this is how we're going to connect. And she kicked – the difference is uh, Coulter kicks her monkey and uh, – Yeah, she spanks it. Although that Spanking could be – her monkey. Sarah also had a good point that maybe she hits the monkey because it's an extension of themselves and she hates herself. So mm-hmm. yeah, I have to, I have to bring Sarah's notes to the microphone cause she's, uh, she's podcasted out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Oh, okay. Is Miss Coulter, may- maybe she is half witch. She has that strong ass handshake that hurts Lee. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, she shakes his head. He's like, "Oh, <laughs> you're hurting me," and she's like, "Yeah, yeah, I give you strong, strong <laughs> handshake. Take my strong hand." <laughs> this is my monkey smacking hand. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, it's her okay. pimp hand. <laughs> <laughs> so that was it. That was like the Lee and Coulter stuff. Coulter decides to uh let lee go for some reason um because i guess he knows if he happens to find lyra before she does he'll keep her safe but since they have opposite goals i still don't see the point but you know whatever um i don't know i I feel like that's another one if we read the books maybe that would make more sense but Maybe to read that Lee's dad, and you know, was like, Lee, <laughs> never mind. <laughs> never mind. Oh, yeah, dad, <laughs> you've got stupid, ugly, lazy, no good. Lee's dad's the dad from uh, the Breakfast Club. <laughs> <sighs> yep, should have just left that one out. That's all right. They can't all be winners. Um, that's I'm a much, loser. <laughs> that's pretty much it for Lyra's world, I think, in this episode. We don't see any. Uh, we don't really see any of the magisterium. There's some more witches talking about the prophecy. We get a brief cameo from the bear. Hmm. Yeah, the bear and the bird. Which was oh maybe th- yeah I don't think there were any witches this one. It was the bear and the bird talking about the prophecy that we already know about. Uh, yeah, I think we just saw the witches, like, and they're like, the Magisterium will pay for what they do. I think that was, like, towards the very beginning or something. Oh, was that it? I, for some reason, I thought that was the previews but for the next episode, but... Yeah, that was at the beginning, because I wrote okay. my notes, which is mad. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like even in the previews, like, a lot of the previews we get are things that we already know, too. Yep. Lyra's important. Okay. Yeah, no. Uh, yeah. So if we jump back to Chitty Chitty Bang Bang uh, at the beginning of the episode or near the beginning of the episode, will uh, well, Lyra takes off. She's uh, going to return to Oxford, talk to Mary some more. 
Will has a brief talk with Lady Mormont about how he needs a plan for the Spectres. And there's a dude in the tower, in a tower, surrounded by uh, angel statues. Well, he 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 has he has these dreams first though about like his dad and the letters though doesn't he is that his dad and like his dreams I think right so. before he finds the letters and who is that guy I know that guy's face from something uh, yeah probably last season of his dark materials no no it's from something else but I don't know anyway yeah and then so he has these dreams and then just randomly finds these letters like right by his bed or in his bed well he's always got the letters with him oh uh, okay like he's always flipping through them like i didn't know oh, if right. he was actually dreaming it or if he was just having those while he was looking at the letters uh, um, my dearest elaine i miss your big mushy purples <laughs> <laughs> oh dad I, oh. Props. Oh, I don't know about that here's the sketch of my dick yeah <laughs> It's cold up here. This is what you're getting, Elaine. <laughs> He's in the cool guy club of letters instead of videos. Just ceiling fan drawn at the top of every page. <laughs> Good morning, Elaine. Uh, that's great. Uh, yeah, okay. Sorry. Uh, yeah, you were saying uh, that. Talks with the uh, what Lady Mormont? Or yeah. <laughs> I can't. I, can't I can never remember the character's name. Yeah, we're so. Uh, do you remember the name of whatever the that belongs to, or like the name of what? Uh, what that building belongs to? Because she says, "Oh, it might be a ghost or something." Oh, it's um. There's no doors and there's no way to get in there. It's a uh, Tori Deli Angeli. Yeah, they actually Something say like, like that. And it belongs the... to the guild. Oh, right, 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 right. Whatever the, the guild lollipop is. guild. <laughs> uh, I think they. Uh... Never mind. I forgot where I was going to go with that train of thought. Um, meanwhile, Will passes Lyra's letter like three times because he's a fucking moron. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because usually if you're looking for somebody like that just randomly got it. Yeah, I understand him kind of going outside and looking around a little bit. But maybe check, but to, you make, generally, check to see if there's a note. <laughs> yes. And even if you don't check for a note, like for me, I would just be looking for like clues like, did they eat breakfast or I don't know. Well, Will left, probably, a, Will left a note for his mom. He knows about notes. Yeah. That is Lyra, though. Okay. I wouldn't expect her to leave a note. Hello. Well, he does find uh, Lyra back in his world. Uh, yeah, so uh, we were talking earlier. Yep, but, perfectly timed. Find them together. Like, well, she was in front of the door. So, or on the, I know. At the right time. Like, yeah. So, yeah, she goes to Oxford to talk to Mary a little bit. They don't get to have uh, a lot of time together because Pale Face Dude shows up looking for Will. Um, I knew I knew this whole trope thing was going to happen, or whatever you want to call it, to where like someone gets questioned about something, but the in within the question that's asked is something that a person shouldn't know, or just saying like, you know, how he said, "Oh, and yeah, Will is with you," or whatever. And he's like, "Oh yeah, Will, 
I, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> Who's Will? Oh, crap. Run. <laughs> Run. <laughs> oh, well. Yeah, she's cocky. She, mm-hmm. she always thinks she's so smart. and She, she fucks up constantly. <laughs> it does make sense that she would fuck that up because she does fuck up all the time. So. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, she runs away from pale face guy, jumps in Boreal's Tesla. Uh, I really want a Tesla. And then, well, you might be able to get his, um, it's pretty sweet. It is a nice looking Tesla. Um, then she decides to leave the, uh, she gets out of the car. Boreal actually lets her out of the car, but she leaves her bag. Boreal she swipe. also doesn't know what a seatbelt is, and he tells her like what it is and how to do it. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I mean, she's in distress, so she maybe you know she wouldn't pay attention, and it's fucking Lyra, mm-hmm. you know. But he does. He says, "Put the seatbelt on," but then he has to explain like what it is and how to do it. That's not how things would work. You'd just be like, "Put the hey, put your seatbelt on." And then if she'd go, huh? Uh, your seatbelt. That's why it's dinging. So, huh? What's a seatbelt? <laughs> right. You don't know what a seatbelt is? <laughs> what world are you from? He, uh, he knows that she needs to be told what a seatbelt is. I know. I'm saying that, that she didn't realize that. But who knows? Maybe she will later in a next episode. She'll be like, hey. He told me what it was. All right, she already knows, she already right? Knows. She... <laughs> Wait a minute. You're that Wait, bloke. does she? Oh, yeah, she does know now. Yeah. Oh, fuck, I forgot that in the episode. Yeah, the party in London. <laughs> oh, shit. She's so dumb. Man, and if she had remembered to grab her bag, they wouldn't yep. have been in any trouble at all. Mm-hmm. She just keeps fucking up. Don't get into cars with strangers. Mm-hmm. Never getting a Tesla. That's uh, that's what we're like. <laughs> Never getting a stranger's Tesla. Sorry, sorry, Elon. <laughs> um, yeah, she loses the alethiometer, uh, so she's crying about that. Uh, Will finds her. They uh, they say, "Oh, well, you have a business card from that guy," because <laughs> the guy has a business yeah. card. Hey, hold on! Before you go on, I just had a had a thought. I have to say it. So, like. A demon, her demon specifically, can transform into pretty much whatever, correct? Mm-hmm. Can demons hurt people? Yeah, it can, right? I don't think so. I think demons can only attack <clears throat> other demons. Oh. Never mind. I'll just be like, why doesn't Pan just, like, transform into a tiger and eat the mustache, dude? Because we always, yeah, we never see cultures. demons always cornering other people's demons You're and grabbing right. them. They're never. Because uh, I mean, a monkey could rip your arms off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, continue. I'm sorry. Um, uh, on the business card. <laughs> so they decide that they need to they need to hole up for the rest of the day. Which I don't understand why. The, if Will's afraid of getting caught. Like this was the same thing in episode two as well. Like he's sitting on that bench waiting for us. Oh, something happened to you. Just fucking walk into the other world and wait and then come back. (laughs) If you're so worried that people are going to find you in this world, go to the other one, come back in an hour. Mm -hmm. But instead they go and see Paddington. 
<laughs> okay. You know, so are there movies in her world at all? Apparently not. Okay. Shouldn't she be like more amazed by what the fuck she's seen? Like, it is pretty amazing to see a giant moving screen or, you know, giant screen with moving pictures, mm-hmm. I think, right? One would think. I don't know. Or maybe not. I don't know. There's witches and fucking demons in her world, so That's maybe true. not. I don't know. But she's just like, okay, whatever. I'm neat. You saw this popcorn. Fucking, yeah. Popcorn does suck. So I agree with her on that. <laughs> I like popcorn. But not popcorn agree does. with her like eating it more. I can't stop eating it. Me, I'll take a bite. I'm like, I don't fucking want any more of that. <laughs> well, you don't like food. I never get popcorn. I like food. You don't like food. You don't care I about like pig's feet. <laughs> you, don't, you don't care I about like hog balls. <laughs> I do care. Just not as much generally as other people, maybe. Depends. I'm pretty simple, I would say. That's what they say when about it. When it comes you, to food. Yeah. yeah. Simple when it comes to food. I'm also simple minded. <laughs> <laughs> don't you forget about me. <laughs> uh, so, oh, yeah. And then they, uh, they meet up with Boreal, which. Again, why does he have a Tesla in such a nice house? But they go into his house and fucking steps. Goddamn steps. He had to have had that house built if he has steps like that that matches the architecture of every other goddamn set of steps in the show. Yeah. What does this guy do? How long has he been here? Is he from here? Well, I think I asked that on the first episode because I didn't remember, but he has a demon, so... Oh, right. Snake demon. So he isn't from that world. Yeah, he has to be. So it is like, yeah, where'd you get the money to buy that stuff? Maybe he stole from somebody with a slithery snake, like murdered somebody. But but your demons can't hurt people. Or maybe like really inane bullshit from their world is actually worth a lot of money here. (laughs) That's true. Yeah. It could be because I wonder if he that's actually possible. Maybe that is what his job is, you know, like he sells, I don't know, whatever the shit that was in that museum. Because mm-hmm. Lyra walks by in that museum and there's uh, like these statues and their eyes light up or something. That could be something, I don't know, from Lyra's world that he brought in mm. and sold, mm-hmm. you know, so yeah. That's- oh, he's a collector. He's a collector. So he's just finding bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> he's in imports and exports. We've got these plates. <laughs> From an ancient civilization. Or his fucking yeah. mother-in-law's. <laughs> right. Son of a bitch. But they, he says, hey, I'll give you your golden compass back. All you have to do is get me the knife that Will is dreaming about. That's uh, flying through the air. Yep. She should be like, I could find it easier if you give me the lithiometer. That's true. And I can ask it where it's at, and you can go get it. Well, he already knows where it's at. Yeah. He says it's in the uh, the Tower of Angels. Right. Or the Tower with, uh, yeah, the angel statues. It's with Will's dad. Uh, as we see in the previews, yes. Oh, is that on? I haven't watched uh, the next on. 
I think the next song they like show them either that or. Oh no! I think I did actually watch the next on. Yeah, I'm pretty night. sure they spoiled the fact that they. That I think they so. Meet his dad. Yeah, I believe so. Of course, he's in that tower. Where else would he tower be? Tower of Babel. <laughs> talked about Lee. Talked about Coulter. Mary. After the uh, events of the morning, <clears throat> she, uh, you know, pandemic's hitting everybody. She's working from home now. Um, with her I Ching box, but you know, she still has a connection to her computer, um, shows her a snake or it displays a snake. She doesn't see it, but yeah. say, Hey, don't tread on me. I think that's it. <laughs> what else is going on? I don't know. That, that is just about it really. So I still don't get, uh, Lyra, her importance, her power, how she can read a lithiometer. There had to be people in the past that could do it too. So I don't know. There's been more than one made. Who? I, I guess I don't need to think about that too deeply. I guess I Because I'm just going to go on a <laughs> deep rabbit hole. <laughs> who made them? Why did they make them? How do they know they could make that in the first place? Like, mm-hmm. who had these powers to figure out the answer to any question? Who put was, these emojis on here? It was the dust god. Dust God, it's the guy that's blowing blowing wind. The God of Dust, it's Mister Clean. <laughs> <laughs> ah, okay, yeah. So the next one, basically, there's a lot of shit that we get a lot of clips of stuff, but it doesn't really tell us anything. There's uh, there's like some shit that's going to go down. Will's going to get thrown out a window. What kind of window? A real window. Or a window into another world. Another world. <laughs> Worlds of worlds. But, uh, yeah, we'll be back to discuss that episode, episode four, next week. Uh, remember, watchersonthecouch.com for our uh, shirt shop and to leave us a voicemail. While you're there, you can check out some of our back catalog, including our discussions on Westworld Season 2 and 3, uh, the Watchmen series, and, of course, Seasons 5 through 8. Of Game of Thrones. If you're a YouTube watcher, consider liking and subscribing to feed the specter that is the YouTube algorithm. Until next time, I'm Tim. And I'm Mike. And we will see you in another world. And don't run when you're at Oxford University. You ask me, Tim, why the <laughs> fuck did George say there's no running? That's a university. You can't run at a university. It's not like it's elementary school. <laughs> no George is a fucking weirdo creep. <laughs> He's really weird. What world's he from? Yeah. <laughs>